So welcome everyone to the Immigrant's Journey podcast. This is a space where we grow and learn about Ireland's immigrant population. I am your host, Carmenetta, and today we have with us the lovely Anna Maria, who is from Moldova. Oh, she is studying business here and working at the moment. She loves to learn new skills, developing herself, creating an interesting life and meeting new people and traveling. Anna, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. That's so nice to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's so exciting to have you. So tell me about life in Moldova. What was it like growing up there? So life was actually very interesting. Um, I had a lot of friends. I went to school. My parents, like actually my mom, uh, always invested in some extra courses for me to learn maths, to learn English, to learn I don't know, dancing, just to do something. So I had a pretty nice life. Um, the only thing is that Moldova is still developing, so I didn't have too many opportunities to work in there. Like, for example, big multinational companies wouldn't open their offices in Moldova, like, for example, between Ireland. Um, so that's why there is less opportunities to work for, like, a cool global company. Uh, but generally, life in Moldova was pretty good. I had fresh food. Um, obviously, the roads are not that good and there are loads of things that are much better in Ireland compared to Moldova. Um, but I enjoyed it, but I, I felt that that country is too small and I need to explore to see m more things in, in the world. What made yeah. you choose Ireland? Um, so actually, I didn't think about Ireland or any other countries. I wasn't ready to move abroad. What happened uh, was that um, I met my boyfriend. He was living in Ireland with his family and he came to Moldova for a um, holiday. So we met in Moldova and um, then it was my summer vacation and he invited me to um, so, sorry, it was my summer vacation. He invited me to come over to Ireland and to spend the summer in Ireland and maybe work in Ireland for the summertime. That would be really cool. And um, I decided to come to Ireland because that sounded like a really good opportunity, like a really good um, way to spend my summertime. And I didn't really know what to do in Moldova. So I was happy to come to Ireland. I came to Ireland and I applied to a university, uh, to TU Dublin, Technological University for Dublin. And they accepted me. So I decided to stay, study here and uh, obviously, I had to work to be able to pay the bills and rent. That's fantastic. It's really hard working and studying. I know because I'm going through the whole process myself. Yeah. What did you find was like the most difficult thing when you first moved to Ireland in terms of culture, cultural differences and adapting to Ireland? So it was very, very difficult for me uh, to understand Irish people. It was the language barrier because um, I've learned British English and then all my teachers, they have never been in English speaking countries. They never had a proper accent. Um, so I I had to relearn everything and everyone is just so uh, specific like this is very spe this is a very specific accent so I had to try to learn to understand everyone to learn the different words that are that are not used anywhere in the world and I was like so surprised I was like oh my god what does that mean what is he talking about um, so yeah it was a language barrier and I also noticed that some people can have really really bad habits and then I'm I've learned to ask people to be a bit slower or to just be a bit clearer and that's good for them because they just develop better habits in speaking as well that's okay. true <laughs> yeah. people can totally like run a mile a minute yeah. did you find difficulty in terms of studying um, and understanding the teacher your lectures yeah it was difficult during my first year because I also had uh, lecturers who had bad habits in talking so for example there was a lecturer and she used to use this phrase you know so 
after every second word she used to say, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> and I just lost the meaning of what she was trying to say. Um, and I just heard, you know, you know, you know. So I was, that was really difficult. But after my first year, everything just went so much easier because I've learned what they they tried to say. Uh, I understood a few things into the language. I understood how fast I have to listen to what people say. And it, it got easier in the second year only. Yeah, it does take a while to get used to the Irish accent. Yeah. When I first moved here, I was um, living in Cork for a while, and the Cork accent is challenging. It's lovely, <laughs> like I really like the sound of it now, yeah. but at a, this, Cork is funny because yeah. depending on where in the county you are, you'll mm -hmm. have different accents, oh, wow. and some of them are very mumbly. Mm -hmm. You're just like, holy crap, what am I listening to? But no, that's definitely something that you have to adapt to, especially if you yeah. grew up listening yeah. to British English. Um, do you have a daily habit that you feel really contributes to your success in life? So daily habit, it will be probably consistency. I try to be very consistent and I try to have a um, calendar. That's very important for me. I use like a, a weekly planner, I have a monthly planner, I have a yearly planner, I have like a personal diary, I have a work diary, I have a work planner. So. Um, I just break up everything according to like little tasks that I have to do and I try to do those tasks every day. I obviously I don't do sometimes I can skip something it happens I can be tired uh, the routine can change a little bit but I still try to make sure I follow those little tasks. Um, that actually takes time to plan but I like it because I feel that um, if I have things to do I do them and I get rid of them, and then I can enjoy my day and do something else. Yeah, and if you don't feel guilty, like, oh, I wasted this day and yeah. I got nothing productive done. Absolutely. I love Google Suite. It's like my best friend. Yeah. Everything yeah. I get organized there. I think if I'm ever without the internet, I'm going to be lost. Because yeah. I need that so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like the best tool ever, and it just helps us to organize ourselves so good. Especially, you know, when you have work and studying, and you have to, like, clean the house, and you have loads of routines and duties and obligations, then, yeah. Take, you, you need to be planning. For sure. Do you know what you want to do after you get your degree in business? Um, so in terms of professional life, uh, I want to get promotion at work. Uh, that's very important for me because I don't have children at the moment and I'd really like to invest all my time into like developing myself, becoming a specialist. Um, so um, I'm working now as an area manager, so I think it's like a very good achievement uh, because um, usually people don't really become area managers when we are 22, 23. Um, so I really want to get promoted to obviously increase my income and I would start looking into getting a promotion at work and into developing myself as a professional. And it takes so much time to become a professional. Uh, it takes a lot of effort. You have to put yourself out there. You have to make people know about you and that's not easy. No, that's, that's absolutely right. And especially when you're young, like I know cause I'm studying with lads that are your age and even yeah. younger, and um, there's a shyness because yeah. before you start practicing certain things like interacting with yeah. people, putting your CV out there, doing interviews, people don't know how to do these things. Yeah, so what made you what made you realize that's like, you know what, I kind of do need to put myself out there in order to be seen and be promoted? What, what made that click in your head? So first of all, I when I joined uh, the team I'm working with right now, I've, I've 
try to learn from them. So I usually try to break down a person's behavior and see what made him become a leader, what made him become whoever he is right now. And what I can see is that, that like I've noticed that usually people become leaders or they become more successful in life when they talk more about themselves. That's number one. Number two, when they can help. So we are like professionals and everyone can call them and ask for help and they will be able to provide a solution. Mm-hmm. Right, Fan. Solve problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It really makes people become leaders. Um, so yeah, and talking about yourself is very important. But again, you have to know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's a very, very important thing because I've noticed that there are so many people, they talk a lot, but it makes no sense. So it's important <laughs> to talk, but to make sense as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I look at my like colleagues and I look at people who are like, leaders and I see that they, they show themselves, they talk about themselves and I think this is a thing I have to work on. Um, I can't do it really well. Um, as you said, you're a bit of an introvert. I'm the same and I still have to work to get out there. It's not that easy for me to actually talk about myself. Yeah. With practice, it definitely gets easier, but that it, that's it. It's, if, it's not, if it's not natural, it doesn't come easy. Oh, I hope so. Um, do you have any mentors at work that you look up to? Um, so I don't have like a, a like a um, person who is directly mentoring me, uh, but I kind of use them as mentors. <laughs> I don't tell them, but yeah, <laughs> um, I, 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 I uh, so I have I have the my colleagues. So my colleagues, they usually, um, I just look at them, I look what they do, I try to learn from them, I try to talk to them, to ask for opinions. So they are my mentors, we don't know about it, but <laughs> they are. Um, my manager as well, I always look what he's doing, I always try to listen to the way he talks, to the way he organizes things, and I'm learning from him. So they are like my indirect mentors. Um, I was thinking that I can ask them to be my mentors, but at the same time, I totally understand that they have a lot of work to do and they might not manage, uh, but I'll try to take as much as possible myself. I think they would be really flattered if you said, you know, I really admire your business ethic and I'd like to learn as much as I could from you. Would you mind mentoring me? I think they would be like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I, I might try it actually. Maybe it's gonna work. What is your favorite part of your job? Uh, my favorite part of a job is the fact that I have to always move. I have to always meet new people and I'm never in the same place. So we always have some meetings, we always have to fly to the UK and come back to Ireland. Um, let's say this morning I have to be in South Dublin when I have to go to Cork the following day, then um, I have to get to another location. So it's meeting new people and moving. Be- and changing so it's not the same there is no routine we're always moving that's my favorite part what is your least favorite part a least favorite part oh (laughs) (laughs) really hope that uh, nobody from work is gonna listen (laughs) you don't have to answer if you don't want to yeah I'm actually trying to think what's my least favorite part Um, probably I can find it a bit difficult to organize everything and you know like um, sometimes I can be asked to do something very quickly. I might not manage to organize myself. I don't know, is it about myself or because I have to organize other people? Mm, yeah. Maybe, sometimes maybe other people might not be interested into doing this thing, if I explain it well. That you're trying to organize? Yes, yes. And um, 
I'm trying to figure out how to motivate them, but that's such a very difficult thing because you need to spend time, talk to them, find out what would motivate them, and I don't have a time. Give me an example of what you're talking about. What would what would be an example of something that you're trying to organize that people would maybe resist? Uh, yeah, so let's say we have, an, uh, at work, we have an app of an online learning app. So um, that's actually great because everyone is moving on to online learning and I'm trying to get everyone signed onto that app and I'm trying to explain what why this app is important and that it's going to save them a lot of time and then they can get a little a few prizes from this app. Um, but loads of people, they just don't want to listen about it. They can't be arsed, as we yeah. say in Ireland. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they just don't want to don't want to do it. They don't understand why they, what they do. They have to do it. And yeah, that's a very difficult thing to get everyone signed there and to learn. Do you get more resistance from older people or younger people in terms of using the app? Actually, younger people. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. like older people, I don't know, maybe they're a bit more respectful and I don't know, I don't know why, but they would sign up. They would be like, oh yeah, of course, that's no problems. Let me sign up. Let's do it. But younger people, they can... Um, be like, ah, why do I need it? Um, I don't see a clear benefit. Okay, bye. So they want like probably like a big benefit straight away, which I can't offer. So maybe you have to exp you have to sell it a little bit better. But, yeah, yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah, I will try. I will try working on that. Yeah. How do you try to approach them to like get them to do something? Would you? approach them by email? Would you ring them? Would it be a face-to-face -face thing? It usually would be a face-to-face -face thing, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that would be easier. Yeah, yeah, probably because if I would ring them or send an email, they might even not read the email or on, on the phone they can tell me that, yeah, I'm gonna do that, but then they can go have some other things to do and forget about, about the app. For That's sure. Thing. What's the best business advice you've ever gotten? Uh, so the best business advice that I got, I will probably just say that again, but it's just put yourself forward. Talk about yourself and let people know about you. Again, this is something that I'm not really doing, but I'm trying to learn to do it. I'm trying to like, push myself, but hopefully with, with practice it's going to come. It's very important because this is how people will know that you exist, that you're there, that you have enough knowledge. Because you can have, like, I've seen people who have a lot of knowledge, but they just don't talk about themselves mm -hmm. and I've seen people who have no knowledge no idea what we're talking about but they speak you know they, they are so open to communication and they get noticed um, by yes. managers uh, yes yes we get noticed people mention them always but people who are mm -hmm. actually smart and they don't talk about themselves they don't really get that much attention that is really interesting. Yeah. yeah, but this is what happens, unfortunately, and I've noticed it everywhere, not only in Ireland, but absolutely everywhere. Uh, so that's really important to be smart, but to be able to talk about what yes. you know. That's excellent advice. How do you deal with failure? Um, oh, not easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love to cry, so yeah. My friend Tati, who was on the podcast, she said the same thing yeah. through a lot of tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I really love to cry because it just probably releases some stress from inside. Yeah, all the tension comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just go home, I will love myself somewhere <laughs> in a room or a bathroom, and I'll just cry. Um, I try not to cry too much. I try to give myself time to cry for 10 minutes, to cry for 20 minutes, uh, and that's it. And then I try to think what I can do right now to change it. Uh, what can be my steps? Mm, and yeah, I give myself time. Cry for 20 minutes, then let's think about what we can do, make a plan and start acting. 
Um, and it usually works and usually this is how I solve problems but crying is an important part <laughs> <laughs> what scares you uh, what scares me um, recently I was really scared to, to be alone uh, I broke up with my boyfriend okay. so um, I'm like alone here so. oh, oh no it's okay <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I was a bit scared about this actually very scared because I was Sorry. No, no, you're fine, love. Don't worry. Um, but so yeah, I was scared to be alone. I was scared to uh, that I will get no help. That I might be in an accident, and there will be no help. Um, oh, this is not America. You'll be grand. <laughs> they treat so. they treat you even if you don't have insurance yeah. in this country. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> so yeah, this is what I was afraid of. That I'll be alone. Uh, but. I'm working on to, on this and I totally understand that it's absolutely fine, that nothing bad is happening, that I'm absolutely okay, that I have everything I need to be absolutely fine. Exactly. So, yeah, I was afraid to be alone. Uh, it still scares me a little bit, but it just gets better as time goes on. So yeah. Um, anything else that would scare me? Probably health problems. Okay. Um, so that's why I really try to look up to health, um, check, have checkups, invest time into my health invest money, invest as much as I can to just get health issues solved. And that's probably everything that scares me. Everything else can be sorted, can be solved, and yeah. That's true. Yeah. But even health can be sorted. You yeah, know, we yeah. get sick and we get better. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Up and down. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you feel is your greatest achievement since moving abroad? Um, I am very um, happy that I achieved, I managed to study and work and just get a good career um, because I had no financial support, so I had to do everything myself. I had to work and study and I had to combine it. So I'm very happy that I was able to come to a fourth year in business management um, to do my honors bachelor. I'm sure I'll graduate very soon <laughs> uh, to, to, to get my honors bachelor and to uh, progress in my career as well. That was a huge achievement for me. Yeah, it's difficult. It's it's really really hard, and it, 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 but it feels so good. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? it's yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, I did this. I have it. And once you have the degree, you have the degree. Nobody can take that away from you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you want to do when you study your master's? Uh, when I when once you graduate, and if yeah. you do a master's program, what would you like to study? Would what would you like to specialize in? Oh yeah. So um, it's probably I still think that this is what I'm gonna do. It's uh, psychology, business in psychology. I still love uh, studying business and management and I'd like to learn a bit more about psychology because this is how I understand people uh, and because I've learned, I, I, don't, I didn't really learn but I read a bit about psychology I've noticed that when I talk to someone I feel I understand those people. Uh, I can look at that person, I can feel that okay that person feels a little bit tensed, he feels a bit not really he doesn't feel really comfortable so i might have to stand up go to the bathroom give him five minutes to come down and come back so i can feel people and i think psychology is going to help me to understand them a bit better and now it's very important especially in the business world to understand people to have empathy absolutely yeah this is how like everything starts to work now you have to understand people and you have to work together and psychology is probably the way the thing that's going to help us to understand them, to have empathy, to create good relationships and to get a really good performance at work. Exactly. And not only at work, like everywhere. 
You've heard this phrase, people don't leave jobs, they leave managers. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly right. Yeah. So many people will walk away from a position, even if they like the position, because they just can't deal with the person mm -hmm. that's leading the team. Yeah. And I've heard, like, I've been working for over 20 years, and it's just, I hear the story in various iterations over and over again. So I think you'll do great, you know, get a degree in, um, Sorry, a master's in organizational psychology. That's becoming more and more popular. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be brilliant. So I had asked you about things mm -hmm. that you wanted to discuss, mm -hmm. and one of them was self-acceptance. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a thing. So um, for some reason, I used to hate myself. That's I think so we all stupid. go through that. Yeah. Like when I was a teenager, I totally hated yeah. myself as well. And that's so stupid. And um, <clears throat> I don't know why I did it to myself and I don't know why people do it to, to themselves so if somebody's listening to us and if they hate themselves like don't do it yeah don't do it. <laughs> yeah honestly it's just so 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 bad <clears throat> so um <clears throat> I used to criticize myself um if something happened I used to tell myself that oh my god Anna you're so bad just yeah I don't know why I did it so and then I always thought that I'm not good enough for some reason so I just I, I thought I understood a while ago, a few years ago, I understood that this is what actually stops me from achieving things. This is what stops me from having a beautiful life and having loads of friends and having loads of things. So I decided that I will start to accept myself. I decided to break it down and understand how I can do it because if you say say self acceptance, it's very unclear and yes, you don't know what it's to imprecise. do. Yeah, yeah, you, don't, you just don't know what to do. So I decided to break it down into a few things. Like I decided to break it down into my appearance, and I just I started to invest a lot of time, effort, money into getting my appearance better. So like getting hair masks, getting face masks, getting um, really good care products. Uh, so I invested a lot of time, money, effort into that. Uh, also, I decided to stop criticizing myself. I still do it sometimes, but I push myself to stop it. I, I don't let myself criticize myself anymore. Um, and I slowly, in a few years, stopped doing it. And this is how I understand that, no, everything is okay. Don't criticize yourself. That's a situation that happened. We'll just get over it. Um, and what else was there? It was like my appearance, it was uh, the fact that I was criticizing myself. Um, and probably um, I didn't really used to be very extroverted to people, extroverted to people. So I decided to just communicate with people a little bit more because people gave me energy yes. and inspired me. Not all of them, but uh, <laughs> a lot of them just inspired, yeah, yeah, inspired me, gave me energy. So I decided to just be more open to them. Um, and everything changed and everything just became a bit better. Um, I became to love myself. Uh, I got um, a bit more um, success in life. So once I decided to accept myself, I just got more success in life. I got loads of people coming to me, amazing people that I really like. Um, so yeah, that's a, probably a big part of of success and of achieving yeah. and of living a healthy a healthy life. Exactly. You, you, can't be, you can't beat yourself up. You should be able to treat yourself like you would a friend. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of times we talk to ourselves and about ourselves in our own heads, yeah. and we would never speak to another human being that like way. This. Yeah, absolutely. We do it to ourselves and yeah. say, "What are you doing, man? Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. terrible." One hundred percent. And because I was listening to psychology uh, videos and articles, I was reading them. This is what I've read. As you say that, you don't have to beat yourself up. Just treat yourself as a friend. Teach, uh, treat your inner child as the child you really love. 
and this is what works and this is actually this really works and helps um, where do you think it came from this uh, instinct to be so self-critical because like for me yeah. it was definitely my childhood my dad was super critical of everything and everyone and I just kind of like adopted that behavior towards myself but did you have that a bit from um, a parent or so I lived only with my mom okay. um, and my mom used to work a lot and we didn't live in the best conditions so she used to come very tired and she used to criticize me a lot so it was like really hard I always was the worst child there was another child who was better there was another child who used to be a bit more open a little bit more talkative and she used to tell me oh look at your cousin she's better she's more beautiful she is more talkative parents can be so bad Jesus Christ (laughs) no I would never do it to my child like I would never allow myself to do it to my child so yeah this is what she did and I thought that I'm not good enough because we believe our parents a lot of times your parent the parents can because they're stressed out and they don't know how to deal with their own stuff they just dump their crap on you and when you're a little kid you can't differentiate between what's true and what's like their bullshit absolutely then as you get older you're like oh no actually my dad was really messed up or my mom was not emotionally dealing with things correctly and it wasn't about me at all and I shouldn't have taken that in but it takes a lot of introspection and thinking about these things before you can separate yeah what's yeah. their shit and what's you yeah and now i totally understand that that wasn't about me at all it was about the fact that she couldn't deal with her problems properly yeah. uh, and it took me ages to understand yeah. it and unfortunately i didn't have anyone to explain it to me yeah <laughs> and i have a little cousin and every time i see her i try to explain to her that if somebody says something about you it's not about you it's about them yes so think think before you take it seriously just think and she's very she's very young she's like seven now but hopefully she will i really hope that it's gonna help her that's really good advice and she's only seven so it's, it's good that she has you there as her mentor yeah i, I try to <laughs> that is lovely yeah. the other thing you wanted to talk about was mental and physical health mm-hmm. i think it's really really important especially now um i would say that mental health is on the top of everything uh, and physical health is what helps us to get the mental health um, I've noticed that if I don't go to gym enough and if I don't do enough sport and if I don't feel well physically, my mental health is just so... It's, it's, I don't feel that good mentally. Uh, in the last few weeks I had to f- finish assignments in college, I had a lot of work to do and I didn't manage to go to gym as much as I would like to and I feel a little bit... I don't feel like I have so much energy. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think it's very important to first of all go to gym to do like yearly checkups um every half an year i visit my dentist he knows me (laughs) i I think he knows everything about my life he will never forget me for sure because i'm gonna visit him for my entire life every half an year um i always check make sure that everything is okay with my health and if i know that everything is okay from a health point of view i feel good it makes me feel good mentally and then uh, in terms of mental health there are so many situations where stress is out so it's really good to like maybe take a break sometimes um i don't know what else but probably take a break try to analyze the situation and maybe don't take it that seriously yeah Uh, it's like it's 
I still don't, I didn't figure out how to deal with mental health. I probably have to put a lot of work into learning different ways to cope. Yeah, to cope with it. Yeah, I hope I will find it. But I'll, I'll, I'll figure out the ways to do it. Uh, but I think it's very important to take breaks and sometimes just yeah, for sure. forget Unwind. about everything. Yeah. Yeah, you got to reset yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing that you wanted to discuss was the power and change. What do you mean by that? So the power of change, I think it's very important to be able to change, like everywhere you go, to be able to maybe even adapt, that would be a better word, because everything is just changing so fast, like at such a fast pace, like even internet technologies, people, us, everything, and if we we don't change with them, we just go back, we stay back, so update our skills that change our skills again maybe sometimes we need to change the country so we need to be able to just move and adapt quickly um because if we'll stay like we will will probably not get, have too many achievements if we'll stay in the same place we'll have we won't have too many achievements exactly. you'll miss so many opportunities because yeah. the world is adapting and if we're not changing with it and learning and growing yeah yeah, yeah. we just stay somewhere behind everyone yeah I think it's really important to just move on. Be a lifelong learner, as they say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is my plan to just learn my entire life. I don't mean in college. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, but learn my entire life and upgrade my skills and learn permanently. Like, it's so important. Final question. Mm -hmm. What do you know now that you wish you knew when you first moved to Ireland? Managing money, I think, is very important because um, I used to live with my mom and she used to help me with money and she used to pay for like bills and everything and I used to spend my own money by myself whatever I want to. And I came here, I used to earn money, but I didn't save enough. I didn't invest them properly in a correct way. So I wish I would probably save better. I would probably learn how to invest money much better than I, than I used to because I used to just spend money on like clothes spend money on food that I never ate and I threw it away yeah so I would probably be a bit more organized and like even money can help you to become more organized absolutely that's why I wish I would be better at managing money like much better than I was <laughs> but now you learned yeah yeah I'm still actually learning how to manage money I think it's like a lifelong pro process mm. um but um it, it, it takes time to understand what you need to, to know what you want to prioritize. That's why I'm using these yearly plan planners and weekly planners and monthly planners. And they do include my priorities. And based on those priorities, I try to, um, uh, I try to uh, invest my money, save them, or think about what I can do with them. Um, so yeah, this is what I've learned. I spend a lot of time trying to, to figure out how to do this. Um, and again, I try not to waste my money onto, let's say, food I will not eat because I have like a weekly food planner as well. <laughs> I know it's a bit too much, but yeah. Uh, and this is what helps me to just go to the shop once a month, oh, sorry, once a week, um, buy food, buy the food that I need, and that's it. So I won't go to won't go to the shops like twice a week, and I won't buy extra food because you know when you go to shop to a shop, you usually used to like take extra yes. items. And then, like, you never eat them, and maybe you can get some crisps, and maybe you can get some Coke. And you never, you, they're not healthy for you. So, if you go to uh, a store to Tesco or Little, let's say, just once a week, buy what you need, and that's it. And you organize yourself, you spend less money, you have a very healthy diet. Uh, and again, 
you don't need to spend so much money and it's like an example only um, but this is what I'm trying to do and this is what really helps me to save money manage money and it took me a few years to learn it that's yeah. fantastic and that's really good advice yeah. and you've learned so many things so Anna it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you yeah, today absolutely. is there anything that you want to plug do you have a YouTube channel or where people can look up your work oh yeah I actually have a YouTube channel um, I started it a while ago and I'm doing it just to learn English and maybe just share some advice with people because I know people come to Ireland and they might not know um, enough about the country and maybe they can't find enough uh, resources and enough information that's why I'm trying to share as much information as possible about Ireland uh, so yeah people if if somebody would like they can um, check my YouTube channel it's called AM edition from Anna Maria um, AM edition, yeah. Yeah, we'll put um, in the show notes anyway. Yeah, yeah. and uh, usually I talk about life abroad and many people message me and they thank me for sharing information because it really helped them a lot. So that's why I'm, I'm really happy to be able to help people. Uh, so yeah, uh, this is where people can contact me. I also um, have my Instagram account. Um, we'll put that in the show notes yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, I have my Instagram account and where I just share a bit of, about my life, about my hobbies, because I try to make my life as interesting as possible and maybe motivate people to start something, to be begin to start a hobby, to go traveling, to just explore life. That's great. Thank well, you. Anna, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. And until the next journey, ciao. Thank you, thank you, and have an amazing day. Thank you, bye.